This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. Let me just give you a little warning heading into this episode. First of all, I think it's a great episode. I might be a little bit biased. You know, I, I like to host a little bit, but I, <laughs> I did this experiment. So I was in my car recording the episode. I was in between patients one day and it, it hit me to talk about, you know, anger. And actually I'd, I'd had an email uh, from a listener. Thank you very much. You know who you are. Um, Asking if I could touch on this subject. So that's that's what I did. Uh, but I recorded the episode. Just now had a chance to finally listen to it. And for fear of missing it being released on time, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to upload it as is. And I think it's really better to just put out something than to wait till it's perfect and end up putting out nothing and not being reliable. So um, there is a... <laughs> The episode's out on time, but it's the first time I've ever, and, and last time, I've ever tried to record it with AirPods. Uh, I sound like I'm trying to talk through a tinfoil sheet, and I apologize. Just turn down the volume if you have to. Maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was in the first 30 seconds when I listened to it, but um, I, I'm noticing a common theme with some of these guys that I have uh, like voice texts with and voice messages with, they send it to me. Doesn't sound good. I don't know why this day I thought that it would be okay to record with the men, but I did. It's a great message. It's about anger. It's about dealing with anger, being able to use it as a, a way to diagnose a deeper issue. So that way you can better handle it when it pops up in the future versus running away from it and avoiding it and just building up more pressure before you burst again. So anyway, it's good stuff. I, I promise you, you're going to want to listen to it. I just wanted to go ahead and come on and apologize for the sound quality. So I know about it. I'm putting it out there. And uh, I think the content's a little bit more important than just making sure that it's a, a perfect polished product. So I won't do any more like that. I promise you. But um, I did want to at least put that out there before we got into the episode. Appreciate you guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. This is your host, Dr. Jason Wright. How's everybody doing this week? Oh, seriously, how's everybody doing? It's been a little bit crazy. It's been kind of that um, leading up to the holiday craziness. There's probably a lot of uh, stress and uh, a little bit of overwhelm potentially from trying to reclaim what little you had left to kind of salvage of your hopes for this year after just the entire shit show that 2020 has been. Um, it's uh, it's never an easy thing to, to be in that kind of situation, you know, where you're, you had, you know, you, you set out, every new year 
with the best of intentions. Am I right? The best of intentions that this year will be the year that I'm going to make drastic improvements in my life. And in reality, uh, it never pans out that way. 2020 was something different. (laughs) It was on a whole new level. I'm not laughing to make light of it. I'm laughing because it's so ridiculous. And I'm often that guy who, in an inappropriate situation, my gut reaction is to laugh (laughs) because I think it's so ridiculous. Um, So, you know, take offense to that if you want to. Um, if, If you do, I don't really know what to tell you. That's more your issue than mine. I have no business with it. But it's funny just to see how, you know, some people are just busting their ass trying to act like this is any kind of normal year. It's not. So that's okay. That's okay. All we have is what we have to work with and we go from here, right? So what I want to talk about this week, guys, is just a little something that we all struggle with. And if you don't, you're lying. Let's just be honest about it. And the sooner you can come to grips with the reality of that, the better. We're going to talk about anger, right? Because there's probably a lot of us that when 2020 started to really kick off, we got angry. You know, might have gotten angry. Might be really frustrating to think about, you know, just the, the different ways that we got screwed or things just didn't pan out the way that we were hoping that they would. Maybe it's brought to light some financial stress that's now present in your life that you didn't know was going to be there. Maybe it's strained a relationship to the point of no return, maybe. Potentially, you've lost loved ones, friends, jobs, you know, businesses. All these things have happened to people that I know that either... I've experienced it personally. They've experienced it personally. I've seen it all, right? And each and every one of you guys listening to it, you've seen it all too. There's a lot of an, a lot of anger that comes with that, right? Like, so you've got all those stages of grief. Um, you know, anger is is usually kind of more the the initial response because we don't know how to process like what we're really feeling. We don't know how to really assign a label to it so we can respond more appropriately and and kind of start that coping mechanism. Uh, We just tend to get angry. And I feel like as men, we tend to fly off this avenue a little bit more so than our female counterparts do. They, like, let's just be honest right now. There's a lot of times where you might compare how you react to something versus your significant other. And you might overreact. And she might, in that scenario have just like incredible patience to avoid being super confrontational and save it for just the right moment when you're not expecting it. And then they stick the dagger in the ribs. Um, I'm kidding because it's kind of true, but um, they, they tend to have a lot better grasp of their emotions, right? So they're, they're better at experiencing them, labeling them, 
processing them to the point where they can have a little bit more appropriate response than we can. As much as we want to say that we're the more rational creatures, except when we start feeling threatened or hurt or overwhelmed, because then we tend to just get irrational and just try to flex the ego and see how big and loud and scary we can get, right? Because that's that's just our way of coping. That's our way of trying to figure out what's all this crap going on that I'm feeling right now because it doesn't feel good. And so I'm just going to go with anger. It's hard. It's really hard. Um, so I want to talk in a little bit more detail this week about anger and how it's not a bad thing. It can actually be a, a very productive thing. Um, where it becomes harmful and unproductive is when we tend to not use it as a learning experience and seeing it as a symptom of a deeper issue and end up trying to hurt more just to save the hurt from within ourselves. Does that make sense? So, you know, I've, I've been that guy before and I've seen these guys before who we get angry and we want to, you know, we don't want to take it out on somebody else. So we tend to take it out on ourselves. So in my younger years, that looked like I'm just going to go to the gym and I'm going to throw around as much fucking weight as I can. And I'm going to see just how big and strong and swole I can get today and get all my aggression out. Just take it all out on the weights. Like that was, that was kind of cool. Like, you know, you got that, that endorphin rush and that chemical release and, um, you know, you're able to, to kind of calm yourself after that initial flood of, uh, of chemicals, but kind of what would tend to happen is just a little bit later on, something might either be brought back up that initially had triggered that anger or some other sort of stressful situation that didn't go away because I went to the gym. Like just because I went away, doesn't mean the problem went away that led to the anger. So that, that's a, it's a coping strategy, right? But what I was using it for was to run away from the problem, not to, all right, let me feel about this a certain way because I'm, I'm feeling like I want to get mad. And I want to make sure why I'm getting mad. So I'm going to go process this in the gym because that's something that's self-soothing. Like I enjoy that. And so I'm going to work through this issue in the gym and I'm not going to want to run away from it and expect it to be gone by the time I, I get done. You see the difference between those two avenues? So here's the thing though. So maybe you're one of those guys who you've, you've been able to kind of work through those anger issues. And you might say that I've been able to suppress my anger for a while. Like it's been a while since I've really popped off the way that I used to. Good for you. First of all, good for you. Pat yourself on the back. That's incredible. But we've all been there. You might have found yourself slipping up. Like there might have been a situation where you just lost your cool. You got angry. You said some things you shouldn't have said. You might have done some things you didn't mean to do. And it just came out. So immediately what happens, right, is you're not thinking, man, that felt good. Your initial response is, shit, I thought I was past this. I thought I'd worked through this and this was no longer an issue. Now I feel like I failed. 
I'm back to square one. What's the point of even trying? Why do I even work on this? I wanted to say shit, and then I tried to avoid saying shit, and here I'm saying shit again. So shit, I said shit. Um, I thought I'd worked through all this kind of stuff, and now I'm starting to question if I've made any progress at all. What the hell am I doing? Am I really as far developed along this path as I thought I was? Raise your hand right now if that's you. Like, if you've slipped up, you've popped off, and you thought, damn it, I suck. Because <laughs> I know I have. All right? You're not alone. So here's the thing that I want to uh, I want to convey to you guys this week is that anger is a real bitch. Like it really is. Just like any kind of uh, unhealthy coping mechanism that we have or uh, kind of self-deprecating, self-harm pattern that we tend to have, uh, it's never totally gone, right? Because that, that came from somewhere. It came from somewhere, it was somewhere along the line, our way of processing and trying to survive in some sort of either traumatic experience in our youth or some sort of uh, really uncomfortable, unhealthy situation from some time in the past. And instead of us trying to like tap into what the emotions were that we were feeling like, oh damn, man, like that hurt. Like I feel hurt right now. And instead of like a willingness to accept and feel that hurt, we're unwilling to, so we try to hide it, act like we're too big and strong and tough to get hurt. So instead, I'm going to get pissed. That's just the default. Like, you know, anger and fear are like really close together. Um, and so like, I, I know there's some, some uh, sports psychologists out there who will, you know, say that they don't want their, their athletes playing angry, right? Because it's real easy to switch over into that fear mindset. And then you're playing afraid instead of playing clearly and and aggressively so that's that's one way to look at it right it's usually that the anger is a cover-up for some sort of fear right i'm fear i'm afraid of getting hurt i'm afraid of getting left i'm afraid of getting screwed over i'm afraid that all my fears are actually coming true right now that's where the anger comes in it's just our way of trying to cope with the shit storm that's really deep down under the surface so it's a, it's it's really it's a bad thing in terms of it's never totally gone. Like that's just our instinctive way to try and, and, and cope with something that's really uncomfortable in the moment. Uh, it'll always have the potential to pop back up. Like you'll, you're bound to just kind of slip up, slide off the back end of the wagon from time to time. It's just having the wherewithal to minimize the impact of that, that slip up, being able to salvage whoever else you've harmed with that anger, right? Like don't go screwing up your relationships or your, uh, your friendships or your business or, or your health and just because you've gotten frustrated. Okay. But you need to see, like, see it as the problem. Uh, instead of seeing it as a problem, you need to see it more as the symptom or a warning sign that there's something else under the surface that we're just not dealing with, or we're trying to avoid understanding. Um, I think, I think a lot of what we tend to think is progress is suppression and distraction. So, so hear me out here where I'm going with this. We, we try to suppress the feelings of anger and we try to distract ourselves from them and act like it's just going to go away. Uh, and it doesn't, right? Like that's just sweeping it under the rug until you eventually explode, unfortunately. 
You know, it's kind of like volcano. It's like you can you can pipe that mess down there under the surface long enough, but eventually, at some point, it's bound to come up to the surface. All right. Now, the ways that you decrease pressure in a system, it, like you've got pressure gradients. Okay, so um, so like some examples of this would be like our uh, our lungs, or say if you've got um, all right, say you've got like a dam, right? The dam's good. Like there's no water on one side, there's a ton of water on the other. Now we won't get into the, the ethical and, and geological gripes about dams. We're just talking about the structures themselves. Okay, this is a visual. You've got a dam and on one side, there is a tremendous amount of pressure from all the weight of that water. Okay, on the other side, there's zero pressure. Well, not zero, but very minimal pressure. So the way that, that forces act, and it's the same way I, I, I firmly believe with our internal beliefs and our, our emotions and things like that, is that when you've got all this potential energy just building up on one side of the dam, that at some point, the dam can burst. Right, and it's not like we just kind of like let let a few cuss words out when it bursts. It's like everything I've been pissed about for the last three fucking years is about to come out right now, and you're going to hear every single bit of it directed at you. Sometimes that's the person in the mirror. Sometimes that's the person you share a bedroom with. Sometimes that's the person you share an office space with. Any of those scenarios, it's not good, right? Because You've directed undeserved and unwarranted anger towards something instead of being able to go this other direction. So, so instead of, of maybe like keeping that dam intact, maybe the better way for us to go about this is to build in several, right, several small leak points. Okay, what that does, that creates a slow stream, right, coming out the dry side of the dam, and it helps to cut back on all that pressure on the water side, right, because now you've got water flowing through the dam. It's just not gushing through flooding villages and burying towns underwater <laughs> in its path of destruction. All right, see where I'm going with this? So how do we do that? Okay. So just know that like if you if you're doing the sweep under the rug and try and suppress and distract technique, um, you're not a failure, you're not messing up anything. It just means that that you're hurt and that there's a pain somewhere. And the first step is to try and figure out where's this pain coming from? Where's this fear coming from? Uh, and why? So it's it's a lot easier to to either run away from it, you know, like escape to the gym, escape to the office, escape to somebody else's attention, which you should never do, um, and or assign blame to somebody, right? Like how many of y'all have done that? Like, this isn't my fault, it's their fault because they're making me feel this way. I wouldn't react this way if you didn't pull this shit. You know, you've said that before too. If you haven't said it, you thought it. 
And because you do that, because you want to try and justify your anger. Like, it's them, it's not me. It makes sense in the moment, right? Like, that's how you're trying to tell it to yourself, but it's not true. Um, especially in relationships. Like, they're, they're truly just a connection that we have uh, with someone that, that essentially forces us to hold up a mirror to ourselves and see all the things about ourselves that we don't necessarily want to see. That other person exists <laughs> to help show it to you whether it's directly or indirectly, it's you're having to deal with all the stuff you didn't know you hadn't been dealing with when you're having to share uh, a life with somebody else. All right. I'm not saying to avoid them. Like, please, they are the, like, I, I think they're one of God's greatest gifts, but you have to be able to understand, like, you can't just find somebody and think that they're going to solve all your problems. Like you've got to do your work. They've got to do their work. And only then will that relationship flourish and thrive. So trying to run away from anger in a relationship is just as toxic as any other scenario. So if you're poking several holes in the dam, that leads to a calm water flow. All right. And, and don't, guys, if, you, if you're any kind of like physicist, don't wring me out to dry on on the scenario like well actually uh according to you know pascal's law of, of flow and energy blah 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 like come on anyway um and i might have just totally butchered that reference but uh grad school was a little while ago and i'm not uh oh no it's Pousset's law right i could be wrong somebody correct me somebody shoot me an email if i'm mispronouncing that french man's name uh, who talked about calculating flow rates and things like that. So anywho, um, so if, if you're having these smaller streams of flow coming through on a consistent basis, now I'm not talking daily, it doesn't even have to be weekly, but being able to have that calm discussion with yourself and going, damn, like, okay, she she said that or she did that, that's not necessarily the way I would have hoped for her to handle that. And now I feel hurt by that because that reminds me of a time where in my youth, I felt like I was being taken advantage of or uh, ignored or abandoned or not loved or some kind of, you know, trust me, guys, it's deeper, right? If you're willing to face it, like it'll change your life, but it's deeper and it's stuff like that that's causing it. And instead of, of assigning like valid feelings to the situation, the current situation, we're assigning all this past shit that we're carrying with us into the relationships onto this other person because we've set these expectations on them that they're unaware of. And now we're pissed off at them because they didn't know what I was talking about. You want to get mad about your spouse or your girlfriend saying that she expects you to read your mind? No, we do that shit too. We're expecting them to read our minds about our emotions that we're not aware that we have, that we're misdirecting at them because there's really a problem from within. So set the slow, steady flow. Have the conversation. Be like, if it's still a big deal, like if you can't take a beat and kind of sit with your emotions, find something that you enjoy doing for about 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe two hours to calm down and think through what you're feeling 
then it can be really detrimental. But if you can do that, okay, if you can take that beat and process it, then you can say, hey, this is either just as big a deal as I thought it was, or, you know, it's really not, but we still need to have a discussion about it, you know, because I, I want to apologize for the way that I might have acted. Totally fine. Then that's where that conversation could go maybe this direction and say, hey, so last night when you said this thing, um, it upset me. And in the moment, I felt like I was way more upset than than I should have been. And in reality, it just reminded me a lot of some stuff that I've been through, like X, Y, and Z. And I mistakenly overreacted to it. And I, I directed it at you, and it had no point being directed at you. And I'm aware of it. I'm working on it. But I, I just wanted to bring it to your attention um, because I feel like it's important for you to know that I, I am sorry and that I'm I'm not upset with you. It's more so I, I was upset at you because of just some of my own shit. See how that's a different conversation? Like that's one of those steady streams. That's not bursting the dam. Bursting the dam is like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm not going to win the fight. Um, blah, 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 blah. And like, you hear those phrases, like that's your ego, man. You're just trying to win. You're trying to be right. And there's a difference between being right and being happy. All right. So in those moments, again, let's, let's revisit this. Um, try to think about what you're really feeling underneath the anger, right? Like what's that anger trying to cover up for? So it can try and save your ego and save your image and make you look like you're still the top dog, the winner. Is it the fear of abandonment? Is it hurt from feeling unworthy or not good enough? Just try to sit in it and, and understand it so that way you can label the appropriate emotion to it. Like I'm sad or I'm hurt or I'm afraid. Just anything but anger. All right. Get angry, but don't handle it in an angry way. Right. Use the anger as the signal to understand the deeper symptom or the deeper problem of that symptom. Um, so, so that's kind of the, the quick and dirty way. Like it, it, it's again, it's simple, but it's not easy. All right. Way easier said than done, especially in the moment. But I'm telling you, uh, especially in, in any kind of relationship, whether it be a romantic one, a friendship, a, a business partnership, whatever it is, you have to try and identify why am I feeling like I'm, I'm overly reacting in an angry response to this particular circumstance. You know, a lot of times you can just pin it right back to a relationship or a series of things that you had earlier on in life. Um, even childhood where maybe your family made you feel the exact same way. So like in that moment, guys, is it that fear of abandonment trying to come back up from a parent who would just take off and leave? You didn't know if they were coming back. They might not have come back. Now you're screwed for life, right? No, wrong. It means that you're always going to be prone to slipping back into that fear, but it's not the end of the world if you are able to identify it and work through that so that way you just don't keep piling it all under the rug, all behind that one side of the dam until it bursts. Um, you know, was it always feeling potentially, and this is another one for, for a lot of us guys too, 
is it always feeling like you had to prove yourself to one of them in order to feel accepted and loved. You know, it's, it's, it's deep stuff, but I'm telling you guys, it's the truth. So once you can kind of pin that down and get a little bit better idea of like, shit, man, like I'm, I'm actually kind of hurt right now by that because like, I just don't like when people, you know, seem to, to disrespect me or oh, it just makes me feel like they don't think I'm good enough, you know, and that, and then you can be like, damn, man, like I used to have a, a problem when, when like mom or dad would make me feel stupid. And that's, that's what this is about. So again, it's an ego thing. It's like getting angry. It might've been how you survived early on. Now it's a detrimental aspect of your life and it can ruin the relationship that you have with yourself. You can take it out on your body. You can binge eat. You can binge exercise. You can go too far with anything, right? And it can become a negative. So once you can pin it down though, then you can start to lessen its power over you. You won't totally get rid of it but you can lessen the power it has over you. And then that way you can, in the moment, better identify these types of feelings. So that way you can maybe come in at a two or a three instead of a 10 out of 10 every time. You see what I mean? So I hope all this makes sense, guys. So again, try to think about the dam. Try not to let all that water and all that pressure build up until it just bursts. Right, because then you're just popping off, and you're wondering one probably with yourself, where the hell's that coming from? Apparently, I'm <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff I gotta like blow off my chest, and then try the little stream effect, right? Like open up a few of those channels in the dam, and let a little bit of water flow through, so that way you're not at risk of just bursting the whole thing down, flooding the village, wiping everybody out in sight. Have those conversations first with yourself. Try and figure out like, dude, am I am I being crazy right now? Am I going too far with this? Or am I just having like a crazy heightened emotional reaction to something that's probably a little bit deeper than what it seems like at surface level? 99% of the time, that's probably what it is. So again, take a take a minute, identify what you're feeling. Don't just don't just stay angry. You can feel anger, but don't act angrily. Identify the real emotion behind it. Fear, sadness, disappointment, frustration, whatever the case might be. Then you can better understand how to deal with yourself and how to deal with others who may have been the unfortunate recipient of your anger in the moment. Guys, I hope that's helpful. Um, I, I really do. I hope that's helpful. It's been really helpful for me in recent years uh, to be able to to kind of work through that because it's one of those things I, I never really thought I was angry until I realized I was angry. And why was I angry? Why did I always have that chip on my shoulder? Why did I always feel like I had to prove myself because nobody else believed in me? Right? So you can only carry that weight for so long before the dam starts to burst. So guys, open up those channels, those flows of communication with yourself and those people closest to you so you can let them in and they can know that you're working on this stuff, that you're trying to identify it. And maybe you can salvage some stuff, right? Like maybe you can salvage that strained relationship to where you just keep popping off 
and just acting in anger instead of acting out of love towards yourself and towards that person. If you really love that person, and they could be a friend, they could be the coworker, they could be yourself, they could be your spouse. If you really love that person, you got to be willing to do the work on yourself. Do the unsexy work. Dig down deep and just figure out, why the hell am I so angry? I'm telling you, transform your life. Guys, that's it for this week. As always, share out this episode with a friend. If you like the podcast, you like this episode, head on over to iTunes, head on over to Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast, leave a review. Leave a review, share it with your friends. This can help impact somebody else's life. We're on a mission here, guys. We're trying to create a world of men who are not just aware and conscious of themselves, but that way they can help better impact the effects that they have on those closest to them. And that's how you can help change the world, guys. Understand yourself better so that way you can better understand others, how to appreciate others, how to treat others, and then some really cool things can happen. Love you, brothers. As always, shoot me an email if you need to discuss anything. Find me on social media. If you like this episode, you want to share it out. Just I, all I ask is that you tag me so I know that you liked it. And I know that other guys are enjoying listening to too. Take care, brothers. Love you all. Until next week. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag becoming a better man so that way we can help spread the word on instagram and facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose trying to become better every day for themselves their communities and their families